Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is season three, episode 15. It is Sunday afternoon, January 9th, 2022 at 4.50 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My name is Mark. And my name is Kevin. And you are listening to the Excuse Me, I'm Speaking Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) What's going on, everybody? We're so glad to have you back. We're always we're always happy to do a show. Kevin and I are always pumped that you guys are listening. And speaking of you guys Hello. listening, we got some statistics about you guys, about the show. Uh, if, if you didn't know, we, we use a podcast app called Anchor, and Anchor provides us with analytics of who is listening to the show and what's going on. And Kevin, why don't you run through who listens to our show and and, and, and what do we know about them? Go on. So so just like to Mark's point, it's breaking down just, uh, I think, three or four categories of different analytics, uh, one of which is 96% of our listeners, believe it or not, are male. Our, our most viewed season uh, or episode ever was season one, episode six, which had a vast majority of views. Yeah, we had a guest and, uh, on that show. I think, yeah. I, I believe that's what I thought too. Yeah, we had Kyle. We had Beber Kyle was on the show back then. That, that's right. That, that was some. That was some big hype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the uh, Canadian viewers were ninety four percent, six percent United States, less than one percent in France. Amazing, and then eighty one percent of all of our views were done on Spotify, and the age demographic uh, was predominantly like as in almost hundred uh, percent between thirty five and uh, sixty. And wow, those Ooh. are those are some some fascinating statistics. I mean, let's go right. through them like let's go through them like re- like really quickly here. Ninety six percent of listeners are male. Well, no shit. You know what I mean? I, just, I feel like I feel like that's a big no no brainer. No shit. I I didn't have to tell you that. The four percent of ladies who are listening to us, thank you so much. Tell your friends. We want more women listening to us. Tell your friends. Uh, the oh, most- oh, most viewed season, or sorry, most viewed episode was uh, season one, episode six, and that is where we had uh, a gentleman named Kyle on, and uh, that was a great episode. I think we were really drunk back then. I don't really remember too much about that, but that is our, our highest episode ever. Uh, and there's six percent, like ninety four percent of you are Canadian, which is a big again a no brainer. The thing that freaks me out. Is that six percent of you are from the United States, guys? If you are from the United States of America, and if you're in the United States of America and you're listening to us right now, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Yes, merci beaucoup, très bien. We love it. Thank you so much. And there's actually there's apparently somebody in Europe who listens to us. I know it says less than one percent is France, but. I mean, France, someone in France clicks on the excuse me, I'm speaking podcast, Kevin. If you're that person in France, like, please reach out to us on the excuse me, I'm speaking uh, Instagram page where we have all these memes about podcasts and uh, political memes. It's really quite, uh, quite fun. But leave us a comment on there because we want to know who in Europe is listening to us. But after that, uh, uh, yeah, um, sorry, after that. The ages are between 35 and 60. That is our, our demographic. And I think that's right in our wheelhouse, Kevin. You know what I mean? As a couple of cisgendered male conservatives, uh, I think uh, 35 to 60 is, is quite in our wheelhouse. So I think that was really interesting facts about the show, just so that you guys know we're keeping analytics on you. Uh, Kevin, why don't you go through what we're going to be talking about today on the show? Well, the only thing we're also keeping an eye on, guys, as well, is uh, welcome back. This is the episode breakdown. Of course, we're going to just really keep a touch on uh, what's going on with uh, Biden and uh, children. Weird. That's a strange one. Hamilton, what happened recently? Some phenomenon. Uh, Amazon Prime has a huge series to announce. Uh, Again, Florida. What doesn't happen in Florida? A huge headline with a woman, uh, you know, going missing um there's a great new regulatory uh being put in for requirements to enter stores in certain provinces uh blackberry era uh what's going on there soccer 
is big time guys we got a big episode golden yeah, we have lots to talk about yeah, go on we have uh, we have very big uh things go- going on uh with some ncaa swimming uh, in the women's division and uh we have some updates as well not only from uh, the movie conspiracy we talked about last week but also joe rogan's previous guest uh, dr robert malone and of course how do you not talk throughout uh, pop culture without talking about what's going on with the cove um, we got the millionaire, the sports headlines, strain of the day, and movie of the day, movie trailer day. And of course, Mark, take it from the top. What's going on with Joe Biden? What is he talking about with this? Well, it, it's not so much a, a Joe Biden as I want to talk about Infowars. Now, I, uh, for purposes of the show and for personal entertainment reasons, I like to click on Infowars just to see what the headlines are and what they're talking about and what's going on. And they've got a headline there right now. If you listen to this tonight, you can go on InfoWars and see this headline where it says that Biden is touting vaccinations for children. And this is InfoWars, right? So like, if you don't know anything about InfoWars, they don't want children to be vaccinated, right? That's kind of their, 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 their mandate, their uh, intention, let's just say. So they're saying that uh, uh, Biden wants small children to get, to get vaccinated but only between 0% and 0.02% of children who get the vaccine uh, are, fa- are, are fatal. So InfoWars is saying because 0.02% of children uh, die, that they shouldn't get vaccinated. And I'm like, I, or sorry, uh, sorry, I, I got this backwards. 0.02% of kids who have COVID who aren't vaccinated die. So InfoWars is saying, don't get your kid vaccinated. And Biden is saying, get your kid vaccinated. And you know what, Kevin? I'm going with Biden on this one. I think if you tell a, a mother that if your child gets COVID and has a 0.02%, it will be fatal. That mother is going to get that kid vaccinated right away. I kind of jumbled that around, Kevin. I was, uh, But uh, what do you think? Um, well, I, I think the whole reason why I made a headline was you have a uh, two two numbers that are thrown out. Um, very specific, uh, finite numbers: zero point zero zero to zero point zero two. So zero point zero zero is no different than saying a hundred percent versus zero percent. It's finite. It's absolute. So when someone says there's a zero point zero zero chance, absolute zero, nil, nothing to 0.02 but i think what they're trying to say is they're given an inch no but i think the real number here is just under 0.02 and just that infowars has their own agenda let's call it and the infowars agenda it makes sense to say 0.00 to 0.02 when really the number is like 0.18 or so or 0.018 or something like that this is the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. The more children, like, but should like I mean the, the heart of this uh, of this of why we're to, of why we're talking about this, Kevin, is should small children be vaccinated? Because if zero point zero two percent of them are dying because they get COVID, shouldn't they get vaccinated too? I mean, we're talking about toddlers here, Kevin. Like, should the toddlers be vaccinated? Should or should they not be vaccinated? What are your thoughts? Well, well, again, I think you kind of touched on it earlier. I think, um, you know, I'm not a father. Um, you know, I'm, I'm also not a mother. So I think the thing is, it's really none of my decision to decide what other people do with their children. I think it's up to the parents to decide what they want to do with their children or what the child wants to do with themselves. If they can articulate it, you know, like at a certain point where legislation would see it, would see it had or followed through. I don't think it's fair, though, that anyone should have an opinion to... Uh, perpetuate or put it onto other people to make them think a certain way otherwise from the way they want to think it's not fair yeah it's weird it's weird let's move on though kevin we got a lot to talk about how do you feel about moving on you know what mark since san francisco i never have so let's keep going i oh in san francisco okay we're gonna we're gonna move on um (laughs) there's a uh uh a factory in Hamilton. This story is coming out of uh, out of Hamilton. This is a strange anomaly, really crazy story. Like phenomenon, it's a phenomenon. This is a messed up headline and a messed up story. 
So there's a down on Burlington Street in Hamilton. There's a, a bean uh, factory called Bungie, and uh, and if you're from Hamilton and you you drive on Burlington Street, you probably drove past Bungie uh, a, a a whole bunch of times. But anyway, they had what they're calling a discharge. Now, this phenomenon. The, I haven't said what the what the phenomenon is yet, but the, but the, the the company is coming out and saying that the, the phenomenon is a discharge where I'm calling it an explosion. And what had happened is there was, a, was an explosion slash discharge at the plant. And in Hamilton, down the mountain, Kevin, it rained soybeans. It rained beans, like, like so many beans. You can go online and see the pictures of people's cars covered in beans. No their way. houses covered in beans. This was like... No a, this was like one of those acts of God or something like that. In Hamilton? In Hamilton on Broadway. Dude, I've been there. I've been there too, but <laughs> be, 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 because you and I, like, we lived in Hamilton for so long, Kevin, we know Hamilton so well. Part of me thinks, like, you know what? You moved near Burlington Street, and fuck yeah, that's what you get. You get rain beans on because you live near Burlington Street. But another part of me is like, holy shit, it rains beans. Like that was like like uh it was like it's a it, it's like a plague, Kevin. This is like a god plague where it rains beans down in Hamilton. It's just a ridiculous story. It's a lot of fun. I mean, and, uh, and, it, and it happened in our very own backyard, right? Right where this whole podcast even started. Right where the whole podcast started, exactly. Like your old balcony might have got hit by beans, Kevin. Could you imagine? imagine that? I mean, how I mean, I it... like how do you like 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 if your car if you if you come outside in the morning and your car is covered with beans, I mean. That's a problem, but you can go to the car wash and you can, you know what I mean? But like, what do you do when you wake up and your roof is covered with beans and your it windows are beans on the outside of them? And they were soybeans, just in case you're wondering what kind of beans they were. They're like these white soybeans. You got go online and look out in Hamilton. It rains beans. And and look at look at these pictures and look at this headline. It's just it's hilarious. I am. I'm going to do that. And and just and just to our audience, like when life gives you beans, make burritos. Oh, I was gonna say make fart jars and fart jars. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. The last episode we spent quite a quite a lot of time on fart jars, and I and I and I loved it. Speaking of really good episode, man, a TV series is about to hit Amazon Prime coming soon. Mark, tell us all about it. Amazon Prime is coming out with a Fallout TV series, Kevin. Now, yes, yes, like Fallout. If yeah, you know, Fallout is a franchise of video games, uh, and uh, Kevin and I love the video games, except for the last one, seventy six, which was. Fallout 76, which was it's a not included. Game. It's not included. But everything before Fallout 76 was, was uh, fantastic. We're talking Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4. Like these are games that if you're a gamer and you haven't played these games or heard of them, like you you have to play all three of them because they're just they're just amazing. And uh, but yeah, Amazon is coming out with a, a TV show and and I and I mean, I know a lot of our audience hasn't played Fallout, Kevin, but on the TV show, there's going to be like the Brotherhood of Steel. There's going to be like all these raiders and there's going to be like gangs and shit like that. There's going to be super mutants. I can't the, wait. The lead character is going to have a dog. You know what I mean? Like it's it's going to be awesome. How how could it not be awesome? Like I don't like like normally when you turn a, a, a video the game. Brotherhood of Steel. Steel mark the brotherhood yeah no I'm, like that, I'm totally, I'm that totally, alone I'm, is like see you later I'm, yeah see you later i'm gonna i'm binge watching fallout now on amazon prime which <laughs> you know what i mean i can't wait to do i hope it's free on amazon prime i don't be i hope you don't have to pay extra to have it but yeah no when it comes out i'm gonna be i'm gonna be pumped i think i think when a trailer comes out kevin will make that one of our our, our trailers of the episode we'll do the fallout thing but I am so excited. I'm sure that the lead character is going to have like a German shepherd and stuff like that. Like it's just, oh, if you're a gamer, it's just, it makes, it makes the hair stand up on the back of your neck that, that uh, Amazon prime is doing a TV show. Now, what I was saying before was that normally when you, when you turn a video game and make it into a movie, it's actually turns out to be a really bad movie. And the reason I think that is, 
is that it takes many, many hours to defeat a, a video game, but it only takes an hour and a half to watch a movie. And right. in that hour and a half, you can't possibly pack in like the movie all the things that have like when you play Fallout, like and, and like if, like audience at home, if you were to play Fallout on your PS4, it could it could like the, the, this game is going to take you between fifty and seventy hours to complete before you're finally done with it. 50 to 70 hours and you can't possibly pack all that kind of things all that stuff into an hour and a half movie but when you make it a television series an ongoing television series you can pack in as much as you want so i'm really excited kevin uh yeah let's 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 kind of move on you wanted to talk about a missing woman last seen swimming with alligators i wonder what could have happened to her kevin okay so the the head the headline was missing Florida woman last seen swimming in an alligator infested river. Yeah, hmm. I wonder what happened to her. I wonder, like, okay, so like, is this a? Did we start the millionaire game early already, or the? No, we didn't. No, we haven't. No, this is just a messed up headline. Yeah, this was guys once again, like just like last week. This made the news. This was on one of the top searches (laughs) on Google. On Google, the top searches again. Missing Florida woman last seen swimming in alligator infested river. I mean, what could have possibly happened? <laughs> this is a, a, a we need we need a private gumshoe to come in here, Kevin. A private dick. We got to spend thousands of dollars on this case to figure out what could have possibly happened. That is a. It's a horrible thing to happen if that's you or someone that you love. But for Kevin and I, that's actually pretty, pretty funny. Uh, you know what else is is pretty funny? Actually, it's pretty kind of scary funny, but it's working. Is that suddenly uh, the Quebec uh, province has recently changed their legislation or at least their policies in the interim under martial law to allow that anyone who wants to go into liquor stores, beer stores or cannabis stores in Quebec must provide proof of vac- vaccination for them to enter and emergency. boom and boom that's that is that's how it's done quebec <laughs> is leading the world america right now is being like there's all these unvaccinated it's the war against the unvaccinated and howard stern is like the war against the unvaccinated fuck them you want your whole country to be unvaccinated make it so that you can't buy liquor beer cigarettes or weed without being fully vaccinated and boom, your whole country will be vaccinated overnight. And that's what's happening in Quebec right now. There's right. a huge spike in demand for the first dose. So many, so many uh, uh, Francophones in Canada did not want to get the uh, vaccine. So many of them. And now that they're saying, look, you want to buy weed, you want to go into the cannabis store and buy weed. Well, when you do that, you have to prove that you're vaccinated and boom, huge spike in the first dose. Quebec is leading the world. This is how it's done. This is how yeah. it's done. Even if you just did it for alcohol, to say that, oh, you ever want to buy a bottle of wine ever again, you have to be vaccinated. Boom. Oh. Boom. Everyone's vaccinated. Yeah. And, like and you know what? And then and then just do it with the grocery stores, do it with the hospitals, do it with the malls, do it for your job, do it for you even just being allowed to start your own car. Yeah, do, you really. see the idea, do you see the idea, Mark? You're trying to push. God damn, son. God damn, but but I mean, I mean, this is. I I really think this is the way to go. This is how a province should be running things. Like Doug Ford, instead of locking everyone down and locking down the gyms and everything like that again, which he did again. I mean, instead of doing that, he could have just been like, "Oh, if you want to buy weed in Ontario, you have to be vaccinated." Boom. Problem solved. No, Boom. I just, magic I just wand. Everything's over. No, you want to buy wine I, in Canada? You got to show proof of vaccination. Boom. I, dis, I disagree again, proof man. Of vaccination. I, I think I think what should happen is that, um, in my my humble opinion, I do agree with you on the basis that alcohol should be restricted during times of great depression uh, within society, and that cannabis should be almost like you know promoted and be able to advertise and be marketed and be on like. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about here. We're we're trying to, we're like, we're talking about the province of Quebec has come up with a strategy to get more of their people vaccinated, and it's brilliant. Like, is it not brilliant, Kevin? 
Oh no, I I think it's um effective. I just I just think uh, it's yeah. Like, well, it, effective is brilliant. It's brilliant. I think it's effective, but it's like uh, the thing is that uh, like, what are you allowed? What's next? The library, the movie theater, the grocery store, your personal doctor, your job. You're not allowed to do anything unless you've been like, hey, everyone, just so everyone knows I'm vaccinated, too. Well, I get that. I mean, you're kind of erring on the side of, well, it's a slippery slope. If you say you can't. It's absolutely a slippery slope. Yeah, no. And you know what? I agree with you that it. it I, I agree with you. It is a, a slippery slope. But I am tipping my hat to Quebec politicians right now, because if, if I was on, like, if it was me on the edge, right? Saying because I, I am fully vaccinated, but if I wasn't fully vaccinated and I didn't, I was an anti vaxxer, that would get me. They'd be like, if you want to buy beer, liquor, or marijuana, you have to show full vaccination. I would have turned, I would have been like, you know what, I need my first shot. And you know, speaking of first shots, ma'am, there's always going to be the last shots I got fired, ma'am. Unbelievably, Blackberry has ended an incredible, um, I would say, like, complete um, civilization-changing era as a signal to be permanently disabled. And um, yeah, it's, and they're going to turn off their signal, I believe, what was it, this weekend or this month? But no longer will um, any Blackberries be able to be used functionally, um, otherwise from their own charging and applications that are stored on them. So the big question is like, what happened to this Waterloo, Ontario company? And what exactly did they go wrong? Was it because they bid on the Pittsburgh Penguins? No, it was, a, it was a long, it was Blackberry was a long, slow death, a slow decline. It had been dying for years and years. And in fact, many people, many of our listeners would have thought that it, that it was already dead. But there were still some people who loved their Blackberries and uh, never wanted to get rid of them and continue to use them and never got a new phone. And those people now are fucked. Blackberry is done. It's over. I wish we had Maddie Claus on this episode. Because I don't know if you know, Kevin, but Maddie Claus actually used to work for Blackberry. And And he was one of the, he was one of like the, he was like the third wave of people to be let go. Like when, when shit hit the fan and Blackberry. And that, like, that's how he, like, if you remember that episode, he's a professor now, and that's how he ended up being a, a professor. Is that Blackberry let him go, and he and he moved on with it with his, with his career, just like we're gonna move on right here because screw Blackberry, that's been dead for years. Uh, uh, Kevin, uh, a soccer player in Qatar has collapsed from a heart attack on the field, and this is an ongoing trend in soccer, but and this is a big headline. But I mean, uh, uh, I think it's the 2024 FIFA World Cup is taking place in Qatar, and it is a place so hot. It is a place geography, like 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 the way that it's like it's near the equator. It's in Africa. It is one of the hottest places in the world, and to play soccer there sounds like a nightmare. Like to play anything there, to even go there and like walk the streets, like like if you think like Florida in the summertime is hot. Then like you have you have no idea what it's like in Qatar. Like it is like you can boil eggs on your head when you're walking around. And yeah, and the soccer player's fallen down. He's he's had a heart attack. And I don't know if that has anything to do with the heat, whether it was like a heat stroke or just a heart attack. Like like Kevin, like what are your thoughts on the soccer player going down, the World Cup being in Qatar? And is it the heat in, in, in Qatar? Like, like, what are your thoughts? Well, I I would uh I, I could be wrong, but uh, Qatar is definitely not in Africa. Um, it's in Asia. <laughs> um, really, just, I uh, think you're wrong, but I'm going to look it up right now. Keep talking. Let's do it. It's in east. It's in east. No, no, west southern Asia. And uh, I'm pretty sure I could be wrong about that. But the but the thing is, uh, what Mark's trying to get to is that there's soccer players that are um, like international renowned superstars. It's like. You know, like imagine you're LeBron James, you're Hakeem Olajuwon, you're Michael Jordan, you know, Charles Barkley, um, you know, your big boys like Tim Duncan and yeah, Allen Iverson, and they're all dropping. It's 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 in the Middle East. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's in Asia, but it's in the Middle East. 
Mark one on the all-time board, please. No, that is not one for you on the all-time board. That is not. But anyway, I mean, are there are there any more thoughts? Like, uh, do you, like, do you remember that kid who was uh, uh, in South America who had like fourteen Red Bulls and then played soccer and his heart exploded? I don't know why I'm bringing that up, but it just sounds fun to talk about. Okay, so um, guys, there was the <laughs> 2022 Golden Globe Awards that recently Kate were uh, coming out. I believe, Mark, it was either tonight or tomorrow. But anyways, they're being boycotted by all celebrities that were invited. This is big news. And, and you know, the social environment in uh, Hollywood era. Um, and, it's, and it has officially been uh, canceled but not being aired on television. And the result is, is that there's no black journalists that are doing any of the red carpet um, function functions, including the interviews and and media. I mean, so, like, I mean, like, yeah, like Hollywood is like they're they're kind of strong arming this whole like racist thing. Like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, like when I get off on the red carpet out of the limo, no black person will ask me a question, so I'm not going. That seems like I understand that argument, and I like I. Like I have empathy towards it. Like, like I totally get it. You know what I mean? But at, like at the same time, it's like, really? Like, you know what I mean? Like I never, I never thought about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's all like, like, like there's no Asians there. There's no Mexicans there. It's just that there's no black people. Like, oh, and, no, no, they're, they're, they're not early. saying, they're not saying of any, they're not saying of any of the journalists that are Hispanic, Asian, Aboriginal, Caucasian, European, Canadian, brazilian east indian they they don't they don't say that at all they just said there's no blacks so we're boycotting it i don't know how i feel about that like 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 on one hand i'm like you know what good for you like there's no black journalists force your hand make them have black journalists and on the other hand i'm like does this really matter like like you know what i mean like like it's is is like are there no black journalists on the red carpet because it's it's like the nba hold on hold on hold on it's like the nba it's like it's like saying why aren't there enough asian people playing the nba like mugsy bogues is fucking like the shit you know what i mean but it's like the reason why there's not a lot of asian nba players is because they're not good at it and the response you get from the because they're not good at it is yeah no it's weird because it's weird you gotta walk on eggshells when you're talking about stuff like this but it is a weird thing speaking of talking on eggshells guys pennsylvania state lisa thomas wins two races at a tri meet there's three races but loses the 100 meter yard freestyle to um the uh isaac henwick from yale university at the women's try uh try me uh swimming competition at zippy invitational united states america also that lisa thomas narrowly missed the ncaa all-time record for nearly winning the 200 yard and the 500 yard freestyle and in which tom thomas lisa thomas recovered by winning both to beat isaac henwick oh by the way both Thomas and Isaac are transgender women who just narrowly miss beating all the NCAA women's records in history and clean swept all the golds and silvers back to back in the three national uh, invitation. And I think it's unbelievable how it's got to this point. Yeah, I mean, like, I get it. Like, if you're like, let's say, like, like, let's say that you're a transgender or, you know, a transgender, like, if someone's like, well, I was born a man, but I really feel like I'm a woman, like, you know what? I want to support you in that. But at the same time, I don't think that you should be competing with women in women's sports, like smashing records, taking away golds. Like, like these women train so hard. Right. They, they train their hearts out. And at the end of the day, they, they have to basically compete against guys who have their dicks chopped off. And they're just like these huge... You know what I mean? Like it's just it's not fair. It's not fair to the it's not fair to the women who were born women, but at the same time, you have to have empathy for the for the athletes who believe in their minds that they are a woman. And you know what I mean? If you believe like if you're a man, 
or born male and you believe in your heart that you're female like i i support you i care about you i don't like but i don't want you like to join the ufc and say that you're in the women's division and be the shit out of a woman i don't want that i don't want you to to as a man get your dick chopped off and then go to the to the olympics and swim faster than everyone like you know what i mean like what do you think kevin so so i think like what mark's trying to say is that Mark and I and our podcast, we're always about equality, 100%. And we're always about diverse, diversity as well. That's why Mark and I have, are proposing that there should be three divisions. There should be a men's division, there should be a women's division, and then there should be the LGBTQ plus division. You know and what? That can be the whatever division. You know what? That's not a bad idea, Kevin. That's not, and a, it, and that's not a bad idea. Like, why not let them have their own division? Exactly. I mean, I mean, like in the Paralympics, like the Paralympic people have their own, like their own thing going on. Like, why not? Why not have three divisions? Like, you know what I mean? If that's where the world's coming to, like, I, I don't like, like, if you think about it, if you're, if like the, the, these transgender people, like not only do they believe that they're women, they also know in their hearts that they're athletes and that they want to compete. And this is what they want to do with their life. You're right. So they should be allowed to compete. But just not like compete against the men. Like if there's going to be three bathrooms in a high school, a high school is going to have a boys' bathroom, a girls' bathroom, and an other bathroom. Sports should be gone like that. You know what I mean? Where there's yeah. a, a men's division, a women's division, and then a division for other. Let's just call it other to be and, anyone they want. If you you can, you can identify as a raccoon. And if you hey, identify hey, as a raccoon, you're in the Olympics well, under the other division. And, and and not to mention, like, and if anyone's offended by that, I mean, like, hold up, wait a minute. It's called the Olympics, and then they play the Special Olympics. So that's how it works. Is 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 that it's like, hey, you know what? There has to be different divisions. It's just like even when you look at wrestling, for example, or um, UFC, you have the heavyweight division. You have the lightweight division, you have the featherweight division, you have the middleweight division, you know, like you have all these different divisions. Why? Because no one can just fight each other. It would just not even be a fair fight. So they do it as equally balanced as they can. Keyword balance. But guys, the most fascinating thing is that Joe Rogan's episode we talked about last week featuring Dr. Robert Malone, who talked and discussed about mass formation psychosis. Remember, that's when People start creating ideology where it becomes uh, uh, it becomes an idea or a story, but then they allow the story to create reality within their own their own ideas. Um, he was also Dr. Malone was the inventor of the mRNA and DNA vaccines. He is now Mark has been banned from LinkedIn for misinformation, which is the first of its kind on such grand scale. Guy come guy comes out and says, "Hey, listen." There's a, there's a very deeper, darker thing that's happening right now. I want to bring attention to it. I think society should know about it. And what does the internet do? Cancel them. Yeah, well, you can't have, like, like if, if, if your ideas are against the narrative, that's it. It's over for you. Like, you just, you're going to get canceled by the mob. And uh, it's, it's really sad. Like, I hope that the, I hope that the mob one day who does this, I hope they grow up and understand like how bad they fucked up and how horrible the things that they've caused are because it's just, it's just like, like, like these mobs of people like attacking celebrities and stuff like that. Like what I agree with, because I heard someone say this, like it, it, if you were to, if someone were to bury up uh, uh, like a 10 year old tweet, right? So like I'm say I Mark and I look up a 10 year old tweet from like Kevin Hart, where uh, Kevin Hart said something racist, and then I bring that to the forefront to say, hey, 10 years ago, he said something racist. Now, the mob should have to look at me in the, in the last 10 years to see if I've done anything fucked up. Because if, if the mob started regulating themselves like that, saying, hey, like if this guy's uh, like some kind of whistleblower or this guy, like who... Who goes through 10 years as someone's tweets in the first place? And how like how fucked up you gotta be to even to even think of that. And then well, when, apparently, apparently Golden Globes think that black journalists certainly don't, so those racists. 
Hi, y'all. So, but like, but like moving on, guys, um, uh, one of the things, of course, is absolutely dominating the headlines. And for some people, their lives, and we God bless them, man, here at the podcast. Um, but the thing is, the Omaramaramacom and the Delta virus have formed into you guys. Are you ready for it? The Megatron virus. And the Kevin Megatron. was right the whole time. Kevin's been calling it the Megatron virus the whole time. And it turns out he was right. We were all wrong. This is the part of the show where, where we pat Kevin on the back. Once and again? Say, and say, you predicted the future. You did it. Here we go. But yeah, like again, this Omicron, the, the Delta, the Delta Cron, the Megatron. Like, we're fine. Seriously. Like, like Seriously. we're fine. This is, this is going on forever. This is like this is going on forever. This is it. This is it. This is the one thing that fucks up all of <laughs> this. Is, like, like it's not. It wasn't the bird flu. Wasn't the economy. Wasn't the inflation. No, it was COVID the whole time, and it was only a matter of time before it happened. And now it happened. Living in a wonderful time, Kevin, where we get to see this thing mutate. We get to see it change the world as we know it like 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 when when you and i are old enough to to be grandfathers and we're talking to a bunch of little kids they are not going to believe the stories that we have to tell them they are not going to believe the way that the world used to be and uh it's over the world the world is over and you know what i had a good run kevin what do you think well mark i think we've only just begun i think the thing is is that once again i proved you wrong so on the board it's two tonight. No, well, you put me wrong again. Oh, the Megatron thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was okay. right about that. Yeah, no, you were made, right everyone made fun that of is, me. That is like, definitely a point on the board. Everyone I knew made Megatron. Kevin, it's Omicron. I'm like, no, it's going to become something even more than that. And guess what, guys? It's now Delta Cron. Come on. They're trying to market it as if it has sex appeal nowadays. I know right. it's like, it's like they're branding it or something like that. It's like they're exactly like they're branding it, hundred percent. And he, here's the thing: so like, why are so many people getting COVID? This is in the news. This is one of the number one Google things this past uh, few days. Why are people? Why are so many people getting COVID when they are fully vaccinated plus booster shot? It's a question up for debate. And then Biden, when asked about that specific question, Joe Biden responded. There is no federal plan to end COVID. And then was quickly hustled and no questions from the media as typically it goes. Mark, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think we're fucked, Kevin. I think I think I think this thing is way worse than we all think it is. I mean, even the even those of us on the right who are like, this isn't that bad, blah blah blah. I think everyone's full of shit. I think the right's full of shit, the left is full of shit. Dr. Fauci is full of shit. Who is full of shit? China's full of shit. And I think it whittles all the way down to you and I being full of shit, Kevin. That's what I think. And, and you know what, guys? Don't forget about Apophis 2029. I mean, look it up. You think I'm crazy? Ooh. So another update, by the way, Mark. Oh, my gosh. Huge list this week, man. Let's go, baby. A huge update. The movie conspiracy we talked about on uh, last episode. There was an official response from Cineplex. I have it right here. And they gave an official announcement. And it's one of the very interesting announcements globally. It's all almost as if they're all conducting, you know, those uh, episodes on the news were like, put a spring and a hop into your day tomorrow. And then they're like, channel W5. And like, put a spring in your hop in your day tomorrow. Then it shows you like, like 45 minutes of like all these television shows being like, put a spring in your hop or whatever. Like, exactly. Dude, this was this was it. It was like fill in the blank. Here it is. Based on recent government directives, all 67 theaters in Ontario will be closed as of Wednesday, January 5th, and will reopen as soon as we are allowed. All bookings will be canceled for full refund. To make it as easy as possible, we have already begun processing ticket refunds back to your original method of payment. There's no need to contact our guest services or your local theater team for a refund. We appreciate your understanding and look forward to welcoming you back soon. Yeah. So 
the thing is they don't explain anything except for your refund. And what obviously what they're trying to say is they're fucked. What kind of company advertises saying, here's all your money back? Yeah, really. Really. So with that being said, guys, it is that time in the show where we bring you a really, really fun and awesome experience. It is, of course, called The Millionaire Game. Mark? Yeah, so everyone, every episode, Kevin and I play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? We put our heads together. We go for the million dollars, and uh, we try as hard as we possibly can, but I can promise you this is this game is a lot harder than you might be thinking it is at home. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, your host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Kevin. Ladies and gentlemen, the $100 question. What school supply shares its name? With a type of swimming kick. Is it A, pocket protector, B, scissors, C, folder, or D, slide rule? I think it's the pocket protector. Or is it the scissors? Shit, I don't know. I don't know either. What school supply shares its name with a swimming kick? Scissors. It has to be scissors. Okay, it's got to be scissors, right? So, so yeah. B, B, final answer is scissors. And we were oh, right. Oh, my God. God. That was a tough one. Tough one. Ladies like and gentlemen. Minor anxiety. The $200 question. Bump, bump, bump. At which of these restaurants are you most likely to find T-bones and tenderloins on the menu? Is it A, an ice cream parlor? B, seafood? C, vegetarian? Or D, a steakhouse? T-bones are at a steakhouse, right? T-bones and tenderloins. T-bones and tenderloins are at a steakhouse. D, steakhouse, final answer. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, of course we're right. Ladies and gentlemen, the, go, three, baby. the $300 question. A definition to people, quote, at loggerheads is with each other are in a situation of a celebration, B dispute, C lumberjack convention, or D. I don't Rectal. know. I don't know what that says either. Um, I have no idea, Kevin. Like, like loggerhead sounds like a dispute to me. Right when people are like putting their heads together, they're in a dispute. They're logging heads. I'm gonna say B. Final answer. Okay, I think it's three hundred dollars. I think it's B two. The three hundred dollar question. We're going to dispute B. Come on, baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is already so tough. We have so many questions to go, ladies and gentlemen. The five hundred dollar question. Which of these words is an anagram of the word quote? Angel, is it A, clean, B, devil, C, anger, or D, shrub? So an anagram is when you jumble the words around, and I think that's A, glean. If you if you jumble glean around, you'll get angel. Am I not right? Am I wrong? You're wrong. Um, no, there's no other. There's, oh, there's... I, see, I see what you mean. When you, yeah, you were right. Yeah, oh, it's got to be glean. That's what an anagram is, right? So it's glean. That's right. I don't see a B. And then, yeah, you're right. Glean. It's glean. Yeah. So A, glean. I see what you mean by jumble now. I thought you meant like yes. any. Bam. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Guys, a thousand. Ladies and gentlemen, the $1,000 question. Let me just get that dust off my shoulder. What late night TV personality? Wrote the 1996 autobiography, quote, leading with my chin. Is it A, Ted Koppel, B, Conan O'Brien, C, Jay Leno, or D, David Letterman? 
Now, Jay Leno is famous for having oh, 100% he's famous for his chin. It's got to be with my chin, like leading with my chin. It's got to don't be even want to use your lifeline. It has to be, you Jay know, Leno. it's got to be Jay Leno. It's got to be so. See, Jay Leno, final oh, answer Conan, Conan, maybe. Bum, 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 bum. Yes, it was Jay oh, Leno. Of course, God. it was. Five, three, we're past a thousand. Here we go, baby. Three lifelines left, ladies and gentlemen. The two thousand dollar question in medical. Fear of open spaces is called what? A schizophrenia, B pyromania, C claustrophobia, or D arachnophobia. Well, it's claustrophobia. No, claustrophobia is is fear of closed spaces, not open spaces. spaces. Schizophrenia is you're afraid of like voices. Pyro would be fire. Yeah, it has to be ag- agrophobia. But isn't isn't agrophobia? Isn't that like isn't that for spiders? No, that's acrophobia. Okay, okay, then agrophobia. It's got to be D. It's got to be D. Py- pyro is fire. Schizo is like you know voices. Let's do it. Let's go. So D, be- D agrophobia. Open spaces. Closer spaces. Come on, come on, come on. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Big brain, baby. Let's go. Three lifelines left, ladies and gentlemen. The four thousand dollar question children in a quote pop Warner and quote league play what sport? Is it a basketball, b football, c hockey, or d basketball? You know what? I've I've heard of pop Warner, but I don't know, Kevin. Do you know? Well, what's what's your immediate thought on that one? I Okay, let's ask the audience. I have no We're idea. We're asking the audience. I have actually no idea. First lifeline, I have no idea. They say it's B. Like, un- overwhelming. football. They football. think it's football. Four we got to go football. But let's go with it. Let's go. Let's go. Football. Let's football, baby. Football. 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 And it was. Oh, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Two lifelines left, ladies and gentlemen. The $8,000 question. What is quote rapscallion? Is it A galloping horse, B lounge singer, C mischievous person, or D a chopped onion? A rapscallion is a mischievous person. Are you sure? Yes, for eight thousand dollars. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. Final answer. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, two lifelines left. The sixteen thousand dollar question. What sports official rules require the balls to weigh no more than one point six two ounces? Is it A, squash, B, baseball, C, golf, or D, tennis? I have no idea. I mean, 1.62 is so small, it's got to be squash. Well, like, come on. They could be any one of those weights. I don't think it's baseball. But you never know. Let's use a lifeline. Oh, my God. 50-50 then? Uh, sure. Why not? 50-50. We used it. Okay, let's do golf some. for tennis. It has to be golf because, like, there's no way a tennis ball weighs 1.62 ounces. But a tennis ball and a golf ball, they don't weigh. We got 10 seconds. Are you sure it's um, golf? Fuck, it has to be tennis then. Let's go for tennis. I'm just tennis. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It was golf. Oh, no. It was golf. Oh. It was fucking golf. Jesus fucking Christ. We lost again, Kevin. You know what? Thank you for believing in me, but it happened, okay? Well, you know, because your first instinct was golf. Right? You should have went with your first instinct and not... <laughs> but you waited too long. You know, we sound like we're married. I was... I didn't know. I didn't know. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your sports headline of the episode. Your host of sports headline, Kevin. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Sports Headline. We, of course, tonight have your NFL Games of the Week update and your Who You Got segment. But first, 
We're bringing you the Saturday night game of last night when Dallas faced off Philly. And of course, Mark and Kevin took Dallas and Dallas destroyed the Eagles 51 26 tonight. On right now is America's game of the week. And of course, Bills are six favorite 16 and a half. Mark has them by 17. And we're entering the night where Mark is in one of the most important nights in all of football. It's a playoff atmosphere. You can fill in the streets down on Rodeo Drive in Las Vegas. Mark, how is the energy in Las Vegas, Nevada, sir? How well, the Raiders it? fans are nuts, Kevin. The Raiders fans will kill you, stab you, and take your wallet. Even if you're wearing Raiders clothes, they don't give a shit. Um, <clears throat> no, I'm just joking. I'm not there. Uh, I-, I was kind of pulling for the Raiders to win this game tonight. Uh, by the time the audience hears this, they'll already know who won if you're into football, but go Raiders. Okay. Reporting live from Vegas, we're going to move on to a new topic of the Olympics in Japan 2020. Mark, why isn't anyone talking about what's going on about the Olympics in 2020? No, but isn't the, like, isn't it, like, are the Olympics 2022, Kevin, not 2020? Because we're well, in Well, we, we missed them in the year 2020. No, we got those back already. We got that. We got that one back. Did we not? That was an issue with our producer, Japan 2022. What is going on in Japan 22, Mark? Why isn't nobody talking about that either? Well, because it's COVID and no one cares about the Olympics anymore. I mean, it's not that no one cares about the Olympics. I just said during COVID, it's like, it's like it's COVID. You know what I mean? Like every everything under COVID goes to shit. So why wouldn't the Olympics be one of them? <laughs> I love it, man. And of course, you were talking about Jake Paul last time, the UFC card. Yeah. Well, Jake Paul, the uh, YouTuber turned boxer, has recently been uh, releasing videos of him low kicking. So that's uh, essentially he's releasing video of him training to fight in the UFC. And it looks like he might be moving towards getting a super fight in the UFC. Because you know Dana White will sign him for one deal to get his ass whooped in the UFC. And he thinks he's going to win against someone. So, I mean, I think it's really exciting. I think that, like, like Jake Paul doing this, like, like when Jake Paul first started boxing and he's boxing, like, YouTubers and he's boxing, like, Nate Robinson, I was like, this is gay. But he just knocked out Tyron Woodley. He just he had beat Tyron Woodley beforehand he had beat someone else before that or ben Askren before that and i know these guys really aren't boxers like tyron is a, like to both tyron and ben are wrestlers like the guy's fighting he's boxing wrestlers which is a very strange thing to say that it's exciting but it, it totally is and he's knocking these guys out but it looks like the feud between him and dana white has reached a point where he's releasing video of him training mma and we might be a year or two away from Jake Paul fighting in the UFC, Kevin. And that that excites me. Whether Jake Paul wins in the UFC or Jake Paul gets murdered in the UFC, that's it's newsworthy. Paper. It's a pay-per-view that I have to get. That's right. For sure. Right. Oh, dude, I, I understand that immensely. I understand that immensely. Um, well, that's big time. Let's move on, Kevin, to our strain of the day. You've got, uh, for everyone who's new, uh, we talk about a new strain of marijuana on every episode. And tell us about today's strain, Kevin. What do you want to talk about? So this is one I got in my um, advent calendar. It's pretty cool um, to buy New Brunswick. It's like a legitimate advent calendar where it counts down the days of Christmas. There's 24 slots. Of course, every slot has some sort of cannabis uh, product or accessory. Um, this one was uh, Grower's Pick uh, Indica. It was made by Current Ocean Coast. Very cool company. Um, it's a cross of wedding cake, uh, grow, um, GMO, um, triangle cush, and skunk. That's quite the cross. Interesting genetic. Uh, um, but it's layer cake. That's what it's mostly known and referred to as. And um, the cool thing that I want to talk about on this episode tonight about current Origin Coast, what they're doing is, I think it's interesting, and I like to adopt it, is specifically on their packaging, they talk about the grow method, the harvest date, the trim type, the drying method, the cure time. 
And they break it down into how they described as indoor soilless. It was packed on a specific date, hand trimmed, uh, hand dried, and it was one month cured. You, you flip it to the back, <coughs> pardon me, and it talks about total terpenes as, as totality. And then it goes into the dominant terpenes and it lists the top four, puts them in sequential order of the most potency. And it describes the lot as the package date, it was packaged, etc. Very interesting, man. I think this is going to be the next kind of wave where um, cannabis is going to go so much deeper than just what it is, like THC, terpenes. T it's going to like, let's start bringing it down to more of the cannabinoids. Let's start thinking about more of its medical uses and what it can be. Yeah, there's so much weird things going on with, with marijuana and all the different, like people just look at the THC levels and they right. think that's it, but that's obviously not it. That's really interesting. Uh, we're going to move on to our movie trailer of the day. And I'm really excited about this one. This is the new Bruce Willis movie called American Siege. And uh, the uh, Kevin, why don't you read? Do you have a, that, that, that prepared? You're going to read to us a little synopsis about the movie? Well, yeah, it's like they, they specifically talk about a washed up sheriff, Ben Watts, who's Bruce Willis, guards the secrets of a wealthy residence <clears throat> of a small Georgia town. When three outlaws take <coughs> pardon me, <laughs> Jesus, let me start from the top. Washed up Sheriff Ben Watts, who's Bruce Willis, guards the secrets of a wealthy residence of a small Georgia town. When three outlaws take a predominant town doctor hostage in search of a missing woman, Sheriff Watts is called to handle the situation before the FBI arrives. In a race against time, Mayor Charles Rutledge, um launches an assault on the hostage takers to eliminate all witnesses. When the sheriff realizes he may be the pawn of alert scheme, he must carve on a bloody war path, path and explore the truth behind the town's dark secrets. Rated R. That's all you need to know. It's going to be gory. It's going to be an unimaginable. Um, Mark selected this movie tonight called American Siege, Brad, uh, yeah, Bruce Willis. And... Um, it looks like classic Bruce Willis, Kevin. Like it's Bruce, it's, it's guns, death, blood, explosions, fire, and Bruce Willis. And that's all you need to know. And that's Tim, all it's Timmy, classic Timothy Bruce Murphy. Willis. Timothy Murphy is also like a classic villain from the 80s, too, man. He's back in action. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. The villain looks great. I don't know who that is. Uh, do you remember something he did in the 80s that I might know? It wasn't, wasn't it uh, Die Hard? Uh, maybe, like uh, I, you know what? maybe, I don't know, but like either, either way, either way, this movie looks awesome. It looks classic Bruce Willis. If you're into Bruce Willis, I would check this trailer out. I'm giving the trailer four stars because I already know what this movie is going to be because it's a Bruce Willis movie. I already know how awesome it is. It's because it's Bruce Willis, four stars. That's I'm putting my foot down, Kevin. What do you think? That's that's generous, man. I, I was gonna give it two and a half, and I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just like, yeah, I've seen these remakes with um, you know, let's just see what it got. Like, prove me wrong. I'd love to make it bigger, but two and a half, man. That's what that's how I see it going down. Wow, really? Two and a half. Wow, that is that is the lowest you've given any movie. You gave Space right, Jam right. two, you gave Space Jam two five stars, and you're giving American Siege two and a half. Well, I respect it though. I respect that you're you're willing to be critical on the show and willing because you're right. Like because you're right. Like how many Bruce Willis movies do we have to make before we know how this ends? You know well, what I mean? It's like the it's the same, same old, movie old over and 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 over. Like you know what I mean? But it never gets old. That's the best part. Like it never gets old, but like you all know how it ends. Like. There's, it's very, it's that's yeah, why everyone will be movie. dead except for Bruce Willis. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's why I love that one movie with uh, Tom Cruise where he keeps going back in time and back in time and back in time. And Edge back of time. Tomorrow. That is a fucking yes. great movie. That is yeah, one of my seen. favorite Tom Cruise movies ever. Right. The Edge of Tomorrow. That is a great movie, Kevin. If, if, if the audience has not seen it's on Netflix, if you have not seen Edge of Tomorrow starring Tom Cruise, that's a five out of five. That to five out of five, you must see this movie. It right. is fantastic. It's classic Tom Cruise, but with like time travel stuff. It's, I don't know. It's messed up. It's me it's a messed up movie. It's great though. It's great. I absolutely love it. I mean, Kevin, this is our our wind down spot. 
we're we're kind of reached the end of the show here. Uh, anything you want to you want to talk about? There is something I want to mention. I just got. I want everyone to know. I just got Disney Plus, and I just hooked up my parent. <laughs> for the, yeah, I just got Disney Plus. Yeah, thank you. I just got Disney Plus, and I just before the show started, hooked my parents up with a with a, 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 a Disney Plus. And so now my mom and my dad are going to watch all the superhero movies that they want to watch, but they n- never had the chance to watch before. So my parents are are in their home right now, Kevin, watching Doctor Strange right now as we record this. And I'm pumped about that. I, that's I my unwind that. at the end of the show. Kevin, what do you got? <laughs> well, I certainly can't like top the Doctor Strange show, but you've been certainly listening to an episode of season three Episode 15 of the Excuse Me. I'm speaking podcast. podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>